welcome fellow space dwellers, to overflowing the stack, maximizing fun and profit. We here at Darkened Sky believe that the only thing better than exploring the infinite and wondrous expanse of the cosmos is doing so with a little extra cash in our pockets. So, join us as we blast off into the stratosphere of imagination and uncover the secrets to both maximizing the fun and lining our pockets in the process. Let's dive in and see where this rocket takes us. Welcome to the future, where overflowing the stack is not just a way of life, it's a way of having fun and making a profit. You see, in the world of computer science, the stack is a crucial component of memory management. But did you know that by overflowing the stack, you can manipulate data in ways that were never intended? It's risky, sure, and not always ethical, but for the bold and daring, the rewards can be enormous. In this episode, we'll explore the science behind the stack, the tools for overflowing it, and the crazy sci-fi scenarios that could come from mastering this technique. Are you ready to take the plunge into the world of stack overflow? Section 1 Introduction Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something exciting about the future of computing. There's a new trend that's sweeping the industry, and it's called overflowing the stack. Now, I know what you're thinking, that sounds like a recipe for disaster. But hear me out, because overflowing the stack is going to change everything. First of all, let me explain what I mean by overflowing the stack. You see, when a computer program runs, it keeps track of information in something called the stack. This is like a temporary storage area where the program can put things it needs to remember for later. However, the stack has a limited size, once it's full, the program can't add any more data to it. That's where overflowing comes in. When a program overflows the stack, it keeps adding more and more data beyond the stack's limits. This can cause all sorts of crazy things to happen, like crashing the program, corrupting memory, or even executing malicious code. But here's the thing, if you do it right, you can actually use overflowing to your advantage. Imagine you're playing a video game, and you want to cheat a little bit. Maybe you want to give yourself unlimited health, or infinite ammo, or access to hidden areas. Well, with some clever overflowing, you can do just that. By overwriting certain parts of the program's memory, you can manipulate it to do things the programmer never intended. Of course, there are risks involved. Overflowing is not for the faint of heart, it requires a deep understanding of computer architecture, programming languages, and memory management. And there's always the possibility of doing irreparable damage to your system. But for those who are willing to take the plunge, overflowing the stack is the way of the future. So if you're looking for a new challenge, or just want to have some fun messing around with software, give overflowing the stack a try. Who knows what you might discover? The possibilities are endless. Section 2. The Science of the Stack If you want to understand overflowing the stack, you need to know the science behind computer memory. You see, when a program runs on your computer, it needs a place to store all the data it's using. This includes things like variables, input slash output, and functions. To manage this data, the computer uses something called memory. This is like a big pool of storage that the program can dip into as it needs to. But just like the stack we talked about earlier, memory has a finite size. If the program tries to store too much data, it will run out of memory and crash. 
That's where memory management comes in. This is the process of making sure that the program is using memory in the most efficient way possible. There are different techniques for memory management, but they all boil down to one basic idea, only use as much memory as you need. One common technique is garbage collection. This is where the program periodically checks which parts of memory are no longer being used and frees them up for other data. Another technique is malloc slash free, which is a way of manually allocating and deallocating memory. When you overflow the stack, what you're doing is forcing the program to use more memory than it should. This can cause all sorts of problems because the extra data is likely to overwrite existing data that the program needs to function properly. That's why it's important to be careful when experimenting with overflowing. You don't want to accidentally overwrite critical parts of memory that could bring down your whole system. But with a little bit of knowledge and experimentation, you can use overflowing to your advantage. By exploiting the way memory is stored in your computer, you can achieve things that would be impossible with normal program execution. So roll up your sleeves and dive into the fascinating world of computer memory management. Section 3. The Risks and Rewards of Overflowing Let's talk about the risks and rewards of overflowing the stack. On the one hand, you have the hackers, the rule breakers, the rebels, the ones who push the limits of what's possible. These are the folks who use overflowing to gain unauthorized access to secure systems, steal sensitive data, or cause chaos wherever they go. Some might call them villains, but to others, they're heroes, fighting against the oppressive forces of corporate greed and government surveillance. But let's not forget the risks of overflowing. For one thing, it's illegal in many jurisdictions. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, and there are consequences to breaking the law. Not only that, but overflowing can also have unintended consequences. If you mess up and corrupt the wrong part of a program's memory, you could bring down the whole system. Or worse, you could unwittingly unleash a virus or other malicious code that can spread like wildfire. On the other hand, there are legitimate uses for overflowing as well. Ethical hackers, also known as white hats, use overflowing to test the security of computer systems and identify vulnerabilities before the bad guys can exploit them. Overflowing can also be used for debugging and optimization purposes, helping programmers find and fix errors in their code more quickly and efficiently. So, there you have it, the risks and rewards of overflowing the stack. It's not for everyone, but for those who are willing to take the risk, the rewards can be immense. Just remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Use your overflowing abilities wisely, and who knows, you might just become a legend in the world of tech. Section 4. Recommended Tools and Techniques for Overflowing the Stack Now that you're intrigued by overflowing the stack, you're probably wondering how to get started. Fear not, brave adventurer, because I've got some recommendations for tools and techniques that will help you on your journey. First off, you'll need a good debugger. This is a program that lets you inspect and manipulate the running code of another program. Some popular debuggers include OllieDBG, Immunity Debugger, and GDB. These tools are essential for monitoring the stack information and altering it, which is useful when overflowing. Next, you'll want some programming skills. While overflowing can technically be done in any language, some are better suited to the task than others. 
Low-level languages like C and assembly give you fine-grained control over memory, which makes it easier to exploit vulnerabilities. Plus, there are plenty of resources online to learn these languages, including books, video tutorials, and online courses. Of course, you'll also need some targets to practice on. This could mean finding vulnerable programs online to experiment on, or creating your own from scratch. Just be careful not to use your newfound powers for evil. And finally, you'll need some persistence and creativity. Overflowing the stack is not a straightforward process, it requires trial and error, tinkering, and sometimes just plain luck. But with enough dedication, you can achieve amazing things. So there you have it, my recommendations for the tools and techniques you'll need to start overflowing the stack. Now go forth and hack to your heart's content. Section 5. Ethical Considerations Now, I know what you're thinking, is overflowing, but the stack even legal? And if it is, is it ethical? Well, the answer, as usual, is not so simple. From a legal standpoint, overflowing the stack can be considered a form of hacking or cracking, depending on what you're doing. If you're using overflowing to gain unauthorized access to a system, steal data, or damage someone else's computer, then you're definitely breaking the law. However, if you're only using overflowing on your own system, to manipulate a game or experiment with a program, then you're probably not doing anything illegal. But legality is not the same thing as ethics. Even if overflowing is technically legal, that doesn't mean it's morally right. After all, you're essentially exploiting flaws in someone else's software, without their permission or knowledge. Some people might argue that this is akin to cheating, or even stealing intellectual property. On the other hand, proponents of overflowing might argue that it's a form of creative exploration, a way to push the limits of what we know about programming and computing. They might also argue that the developers of software should be more proactive in fixing security vulnerabilities and preventing overflowing, rather than relying on users to simply follow the rules. Ultimately, the decision of whether or not to overflow the stack is up to you. But whatever you do, it's important to consider both the legal and ethical implications. Remember, just because you can do something, doesn't always mean you should. Section 6. The Future of Overflowing The future of overflowing the stack is an exciting one, full of crazy ideas, bold predictions, and sci-fi scenarios. Let's take a journey into the realm of imagination and see what might lie ahead. First of all, imagine a world where overflowing is not just for fun and games, but a legitimate business strategy. Companies could use overflowing to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace, by creating software that outpaces the competition in functionality and performance. Imagine being able to process terabytes of data in seconds, or create virtual reality experiences that are indistinguishable from reality. The possibilities are endless. Another potential use for overflowing is in the world of artificial intelligence. By overflowing the stack, it's possible to create neural networks that are more complex and powerful than anything we've seen before. Imagine machines that can understand human emotions, predict the future with uncanny accuracy, or even create art that rivals that of human artists. The implications of such technology are staggering, and could change the face of humanity. Of course, with great power comes great responsibility. As overflowing becomes more widespread, 
there's always the risk of it falling into the wrong hands. Cybercriminals could use overflowing to create new and devastating types of malware, or even bring down entire computer networks. Governments could use overflowing to spy on their citizens, or engage in illegal acts of aggression. It's up to us, as a society, to ensure that overflowing remains a force for good, and not a weapon of evil. So there you have it, the future of overflowing is both exciting and uncertain. With so much potential, and so many risks, it's up to us to decide how we want to use it. Will we use it to build a brighter future, or to tear each other down? The choice is ours. Section 7. Conclusion So there you have it, my friends, overflowing the stack is the wave of the future. It's a risky, daring, and sometimes downright dangerous technique, but it's also incredibly powerful and rewarding. With the power to manipulate software at will, you can do things that were once thought impossible. You can uncover secret features, uncover hidden secrets, and even bend the rules of the game to your will. Of course, it's not for everyone. If you're not comfortable tinkering with low-level software, or if you're not willing to take the risk of causing irreparable damage to your system, then overflowing might not be for you. But for those who are willing to take the leap, the rewards can be truly mind-boggling. So give it a try, and see what you can discover. Just remember, approach overflowing with caution, and always be prepared for the unexpected. Thanks for joining us on Overflowing the Stack, where we aim to maximize fun and profit. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and are feeling inspired to take your imagination to new heights. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes and check out our website at darkensky.com for more mind-bending content. And now, knock-knock joke to send you off with a chuckle, knock-knock. Who's there? Cargo. Cargo who? Cargo beep beep and run over the other guy. Thanks for tuning in.